of a series that we have called At The Movies. And what we're doing in this series is we're looking at some popular movies that maybe you've seen over the past few years and pulling out some truth and how we can apply that to our relationship with God and our walk with Jesus. And so today, as we continue this series, we're going to be looking at a few scenes from a movie called Hacksaw Ridge and pulling out some things that I believe will be helpful and beneficial for our lives today. So this is part two of At The Movies with the movie Hacksaw Ridge. Enjoy. Him with your right, Desmond. Stop it. Do you hear me? What are they fighting about? Now, when they ever need a reason. Well, Tom, do you... oh. Why stop them? Save me whipping them both. This way I just whip the one that wins. Fine, you go smother him in kisses. You tell him the world's a soft and gentle place. Al's gonna be okay. Yes, you could have. And murder, it's the worst sin of all. And to take another man's life, that is the most egregious sin in the world, sir. Nothing hurts his heart so much. Well, I've been in a couple of fights in my lifetime, and I imagine probably some of you sitting here today have as well. But I've never gone full-fledged brick across the head, and I don't know if you have. I've never met anyone who has. But immediately after striking his brother with a brick, Desmond realized the horrible mistake that he's made. And his mom and dad come rushing to the scene to provide help to his lifeless brother. And in a moment, Desmond's life is changed forever. As a society, we've become uh, really enthralled with this idea. and We've become experts at trying to capture moments. This is something I do in my own life and maybe you do as well. It's why... 
apps like Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook are so popular, we instinctively go to our phones to try to capture a moment with our spouse or with our kids or, or uh, at a concert, wherever we are, we try to capture that moment. And a lot of times in the process of trying to capture the moment, we actually miss the moment. We miss some of the most important things in our lives. And while it can be fun and, and, and we like engaging in social media to LOL and comment and like our friends and family's posts, none of that that we're trying to capture can ever compare to the moment when somebody encounters Jesus. And while looking at the picture of the Lord's Prayer and the Ten Commandments, Desmond experienced a, a transformative encounter with Jesus, really. And in an instant, he realized that his hands weren't made to kill. And in that moment, God grabbed his heart. And maybe for some of us today, that's where you are. You just need God to grab your heart today. Uh, however, in this movie, his mother did make an inaccurate statement when she said that murder is the worst sin in God's eyes and nothing hurts his heart more. And while murder is a horrible thing, please understand today that sin is sin in God's eyes. It's all the same. Whether, whether I tell a lie or steal something, uh, no matter what, what it is that I do, sin is sin in God's eyes. There's no sin that's greater than the other, and all sin breaks the heart of God. That's why God desires for us to surrender our lives to him and accept his free gift of salvation. He wants us to have a life-changing moment or an encounter with him. And as Desmond grew up, uh, his desire to help those who were hurting uh, really grew and it led him to enlist in the army in the midst of World War II as we're about to see. However, he wanted to go in not as a soldier, but as somebody who would help those as a medic that could help save lives instead of taking lives. And even though his faith and convictions were strong, he wanted to do what he could do to serve his country. And Desmond soon learned, as we will in our lives as well, that when we stand for our convictions, our faith and beliefs will be tested and challenged. This is a personal gift from the United States government to each and every one of you. A standard issue U.S. rifle, caliber 30, M1, a clip-fed, shoulder-fired, semi-automatic weapon designed to bring death and destruction to the enemy. This is to be your lover, your mistress, your concubine, perhaps the only thing in life you'll ever truly love. Fellas, let's dance. Grab a girl. Don't point your gun forward. I do not want to be shot today. No matter how much you are tempted, place the weapon by your side. Pay attention. Problem, Private Cornstein. Is there not one in your size? Or is it the color that is the issue? No, sir. I was, I was told I don't have to carry a weapon. Come again, step forward, Private. I can't be hearing this right. Well, I'm sorry, Sergeant. I can't touch a gun. What exactly is the problem? No problem, just a mistake. It's, uh, I, I, I told the Army when I, when I joined up. It's not possible. Do you know why it's not possible, Private? No, sir. Because the United States Army does not make mistakes. So if there's a problem, you must be that problem. 
I was just never supposed to be sent to a rifle company. He's a CO, sir. Gentlemen, I want you to meet Private Desmond Doss. Apparently, Private Doss does not believe in violence. He does not practice violence. He will not even deign to touch a weapon. You see, Private Doss is a conscientious objector. So I plead with you, do not look to him to save you on the battlefield because he will undoubtedly be too busy wrestling with his conscience to assist. Sarge, that's not Private, true, Sarge. As you were. Now, I realize some of you might have strong feelings about this. It is what we men fight for, to defend our rights, to protect our women and children. Even if Private Doss's beliefs might cause women and children to die. So I will expect everyone in this company to give Private Doss the full measure of respect he is due for the short time he will be with us. Am I clear? Yes, Sergeant! Hey, knock, knock it off! Try to sleep in! This isn't good for anybody. Sure ain't what I joined up for. It's not about what you joined up for. It's about the lives of every man in here. And your son. It's time you quit this. Finish getting dressed and I'll walk you down. It's okay, Doss. There's no shame in this. guard duty today and I'm on KP this morning so can't all right Doss Robert Doss can you identify the men that beat you No, Sarge. Are you saying that you don't know who attacked you? I never said I was attacked, Sarge. Well, what are you saying, Doss? You bruised half your body sleeping. I, I sleep pretty hard.
while most of us won't face persecution in the way that Desmond did when he enlisted in the army, the truth is that when we take a stand for our convictions, we'll face persecution often, sometimes from the most unlikely places. Jesus said in John 15, verses 18 and 20, if the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. I don't know about you, but that's somewhat encouraging to me to know that whatever I might be facing in my life, persecution from people or family members or whatever it is for you, that Jesus has already been persecuted and has let us know that we can really expect persecution because the enemy is at work uh, trying to distract and trying to tear down what God wants to do. I didn't show all of the scenes where Desmond was harassed by fellow soldiers or how the commanding officers tried to get him to quit and punish the rest of the platoon so they would turn against him. And in Romans 12, verses 17 through 19, it says, Never pay back evil with more evil. Do things in such a way that everyone can see you are honorable. Do all that you can to live in peace with everyone. Dear friends, never take revenge. I don't know about you, but sometimes that's hard for me to do, to, to stand on the truth of God's word that says to never really take revenge against those who have hurt you or persecuted you in the past. And in the midst of extreme persecution, Desmond found a way to do just that. He turned the other cheek. He didn't turn into the ones who attacked him, but rather he stayed the course, persevered, and kept pushing on. Desmond understood that anything worth fighting for would cost something. And though uh, through it all, he stayed true to his beliefs and what he knew God had called him to do.
everybody. Son of a gun, this is gonna work. Look for each leg, Eric. We're gonna get you dressed up in a jiffy and get you down. I got you. I got you now, Eric. Yeah, trust me now, Eric. Trust me.
this scene, we see Desmond Doss asking a question that many of us ask in our own lives. He says, what do you want from me in this moment of desperation? Uh, I don't understand. God, what do you want from me? And it was then uh, he began to hear the cries of the wounded soldier still laying on the battlefield. And instantly he realizes and understands why God has placed him in the position that he's in one by one in this unbelievable feat of strength and courage he begins to pull the wounded to safety and and oh that that would be the cry of our heart just this idea that lord help me get one more help me rescue one more help me save one more help me reach one more help me get one more you see you and i uh, we may not realize it a lot of times but every day we are on a battlefield we're on a battlefield. In fact, Ephesians 6:12 reminds us, for we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in heavenly places. It's imperative that we understand that almost everyone around us at some point is facing a struggle or a stronghold or an issue. And a lot of those things we won't be able to see with our physical eyes. We may be looking for something that is a physical thing that somebody's going through, but most of the time we won't be able to see it with our physical eyes. And it's in those times that we have to pray, God, help me to be aware of those who are in desperate need of you. Open my spiritual eyes to see what it is that you want me to do in this person's life. I love how the message paraphrases Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 and 18. 
says, I ask the God of our master, Jesus Christ, the God of glory, to make you intelligent in discerning and knowing him personally, your eyes focused and clear so that you can see exactly what he is calling you to do. Grasp the immensity of this glorious way of life that he has for his followers. When you're able to help someone get to Jesus and you see them overcome uh, what they've been battling and what they've been going through, uh, our prayer and God's prayer for you is not that we would think that our job is done and just relax to let someone else do the rest of the work, but that we would declare like Desmond Doss, God, help me to get one more. Captain, something you've got to see. Our guys have been coming down in droves all night, and Hollywood's here. I never thought I'd see that guy again. Come on, follow me. He's right here. What is this? How you doing, sir? Hey, Cap. Captain. It's good to see you, kid. Come on, sir. How'd you get down, son? Doss. Hal slept there. But Hal and Doss did this? No, sir, just Doss. Just Doss. Just Doss. Yeah. Doss the coward. Okay. Oh, it's okay. It's okay, Doss. You're safe. Soldier to a hospital tent right now. Come on, easy now. So was a skinny kid. I didn't know who you were. You've done more than any other man could have done in the service of his country. Now I've never been more wrong about someone in my life. I hope one day you can forgive me. The soldiers in his platoon had placed Desmond Doss in the category of useless coward, but they had underestimated him. And I want you to know that in following your convictions and being obedient to Christ, you're stronger than what others might think you are because Christ lives in you. In fact, Romans 8.37 says it this way. 
says, no, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And Desmond Doss displayed more courage and did more to save others than anybody else around him. He lived out his faith and his convictions, and in doing so, he changed the world. Jesus challenges us in Matthew 5, verses 14 through 16. He says, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one shines a light and puts it under a, a, a bowl or a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, Jesus says, let your good deeds shine out for all to see. Let the good things that you do shine out. Let your obedience to God shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly father. Desmond Doss refused to hide his light. He refused to be pushed aside and instead chose to shine brightly. All of those soldiers could see it and they stood in awe as he walked by, amazed at what one person could accomplish. 1 Peter 2.12 says, Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then, even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. Desmond and his troops would later battle again on Hacksaw Ridge. This time, though, Desmond was injured. You're going home, Desmond. We've taken Hacksaw. Hold up! Hold up! Desmond! Desmond! I was praying the whole time. I just kept praying, Lord, please help me get one more. When I got this, I said, Lord, please help me get one more. I would say anyone is wrong to try to compromise somebody's conviction. I don't care whether it's the army or 
or what it is. When you're under conviction, that is not a joke. That's what you are. Even though I said those things to him in regard to carrying a rifle, and, and he would never be my by my side at all unless he had a rifle. But then uh, in the long run, finding out that he was one of the bravest persons alive. And then to have him end up saving my life was the irony of the whole thing. Blood had run down into the fellow's face and eyes. He was laying there just groaning, coughing, mad at I took water from my canteen and got some bandage, and I washed his face. And when that blood was washed from his eyes, his eyes came up, man, he just lit up. He says, I thought I was blind. And if I hadn't got anything more to wore on that smile he gave me, I'd have been well repaid. I want to go ahead and bring the worship team back up at this time. And as we just have seen throughout these clips and really this last clip that Desmond, he lived his faith in a way that really changed the lives of everybody around him. And what my prayer is for you and even for me is that we would live our lives in that way, that we wouldn't just go with the flow or do what everyone else is doing, but that we would be that person that uh, at the end of our lives, people would say that our life changed their life by the way that we lived it and the way that we lived out our faith. And I know maybe you're here today and, and you might be thinking, well, Gabe, that sounds good, but really my life right now is a mess and I don't know what to do or what changes to make. And maybe you're here today and you know that that you've never given your life to Jesus and you've never taken that first step. Well, I want to invite you to do that today. And so with every head bowed and every eye closed, I'm going to pray a prayer. And if you're here today, and you know that Jesus is not the center of your life and, and you've never even entered into a relationship with him. I believe that you can pray this prayer. And if you mean this in your heart, if you pray this from your heart, that God is going to save you today through what Jesus did for you on the cross and that your life will never be the same. And you'll begin to be able to live out this new faith that you found in Jesus so that it can change the people's lives around you. It could change your spouse. It could change your kids. It could change your coworkers, anybody that's around you. And so with every head bowed, every eye closed, if that's you today, I want us to all pray together so no one prays alone, but let's pray this prayer together. Jesus, thank you for loving me. Thank you for sending, uh, God, thank you for sending your son to die for me so that I could be forgiven. And today I receive your forgiveness and I, I receive you into my life. Lord, I pray from this moment forward that you would help me to live for you. Help my life to be a life that changes the lives of other people around me by the way that I live. Thank you for saving me. I give you my life in Jesus' name. Amen. Can we clap our hands today for those that made that decision for the very first time? We're so excited um, just to build the kingdom of God and this step that you've taken today. I want to invite you. Uh, if you made that decision for the first time today on the back of your connect card, if you'll just check